Greetings and salutations, sugar plums. Welcome back to Aryan Rates and the Goddess Experience, your number one podcast to help you raise your vibration so you can live at your highest state of being for your greatest and highest good and harming none. It's been a little while since I've done just an audio podcast, but I'm very tired and I didn't want to get on camera today, but I still needed to come and talk to you. So here we are. I do have some videos of Kayla and Jill going over their magic mind experience from October. Um, I definitely thought I was going to get this podcast out before the end of November, and here we are. So thank you so much for being with me through all of this. November's been a really rough time for me um, because October was great. October was beautiful and mild and luscious and green and everything I could ever ask for in a autumn season. But November hit hard with snow and below zero temperatures already and I'm not used to below zero temperatures until like January or February. So this year's season change hit me really really hard and I'm always the first person to tell people that out here it snows three seasons out of the year we have fall flurries winter and then spring slurries but this year uh, we definitely skipped the the fall flurries and had one really nice month of autumn and then jumped straight into winter well before the the winter solstice so I've been having a really hard time and I appreciate you for sticking with me for listening to the podcast despite the fact that I haven't put any out episodes out for a little while and I just really appreciate you being here and understanding that this is a, a human experience above all even though I label it as the goddess experience and at the end of the day, I'm just doing the best that I can to, to be a human. So, <clears throat> on my human travels on this beautiful dirt ball that we call Earth, I did something I didn't think that I would do. I deleted my Twitter account. Yeah, I, I deleted my Twitter account. Um, and that this episode is going to be about following your intuition to the point where I didn't even write anything down at all today. I'm just completely going off the cuff because I figured if I was going to talk about intuition, it didn't make sense for me to pre-script the episode. It made sense for me to go off my intuition with what needs to be said to the collective. So, I deleted my Twitter account. And I didn't think that I was going to do it um, because as an author, a business owner, an entrepreneur, a content creator, Twitter is really touted as a great way to get out there, get people to notice you, connect with communities, that kind of thing. So I joined Twitter in 2019 because people on Reddit were saying that the hashtag writing community on Twitter was super powerful, awesome, uplifting, blah, 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 blah. And they were when I first started on Twitter, but honestly, even back in 2019, the quote-unquote writer community wasn't really engaging with like each other and talking to each other, at least with what I was experiencing. It was never like, 
actual conversations, it was always just writer's lift, which essentially what a writer's lift is a follow for follow, like a follow train you would see on Instagram. And it doesn't really make any kind of difference if you're getting your followers on any social media platform simply through um, obligation, where somebody tags you and then you're obligated to follow them or the instructions in the posts are to follow every single person that comments with a heart or whatever it's 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 a follow mill it's not buying your follows but it's pretty darn close and I didn't know that when I was starting out in 2019. I thought writer's lifts were awesome, but looking back, I didn't meet anybody on Twitter through the writer community um, at all. The only person that I met through my 2019 foray into follow trains on social media platforms was Elise. Um, And that's just because she's a kick-ass human being. Like, you should really check out her, her artwork and her writing. And that's what caught me. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to follow all these people. She left a comment, and I looked at her page, and I was like, oh my god, this woman is a genius. And then I followed her. So, Twitter has never really driven traffic to my books or my website the way that I had intended it to, the way that I thought that it would. And it was really easy for me to pretend that the reason why people weren't seeing me is because Twitter is so oversaturated or because I wasn't using the right hashtags or blah, 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 not that much followers. But really what I started noticing, especially in the past year, is that out of the almost 1,000 people who were following my Twitter, only a handful of them would like my posts or engage with me. And... Yeah, I definitely got some really cool engagement. The UK rapper lady, Lisher, retweeted one of my tweets when I quoted her line from the Fine Nine uh, Little Miss remix with Nicki Minaj. And I can't say that I haven't met people. The Barb community on Twitter was really supportive and beautiful. Um, I met a lot of people on the Barb community on Twitter who I managed to, you know, stay in contact with through Instagram and whatever because we've all kind of been going through this thing where whether it was completely deleting Twitter or just kind of stepping away from Stan Twitter, which is really gross anyways, or, you know, trying to find different communities, we've all been going through this weird displacement of not feeling comfortable with the Twitter space for a really long time before Elon ever stepped in. And so I've had a lot of friends dropping off of Twitter recently. Um, One of my friends completely dropped off and she just texted me and was like, hey, just so you know, I'm getting rid of my Twitter. And... At first I thought something was wrong, like that somebody was making her, and she was like, no, 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 it's just a gross place to be, there's never any uplifting content, it's always about sex, it's just kind of a cesspool, I'm done with that, I don't need to be here. And that was also before the buyout. But I stuck with it, because 
of the Pink Candy Project, like really specifically because of the Pink Candy Project, because of the Barb community, I didn't want to lose touch with Nicki Minaj, and because of my astrologer, Bihati Life, she has a really good Twitter as well, but, but, I had been <laughs> watching the backlash from like the verification badge thing where you have to pay for it on Twitter and blah blah blah. And I was really just paying no mind because it didn't super affect me, although it was really disappointing because in my lifetime, over the past 20 years or so, we've gone from making silly little videos for our friends to make them laugh to being able to completely build an empire off of, pay our bills off of, build a life off of these platforms. And the verification, the little check mark, was supposed to signify that you had really put the effort in, that you had hit certain checkpoints along your journey to get to that point. It was supposed to be a climb up a mountain, and then you get to Mount Olympus, and you get to chill with all the other blue check marks. So the fact that, <coughs> excuse me, the fact that Twitter has changed that structure so that people have to pay for that verification is just crazy. And posted a little comment about that, you know, but I wasn't going to start arguing with Elon Musk or anything crazy like that. I'm not a huge influencer in that way, and so I just kind of, you know, bided my time. <coughs> but then, then, I posted on Twitter that if I was famous enough to have already had a blue check mark and had my checkmark taken away because all of a sudden we're going to this structure on Twitter where people have to pay for their badges, that I would just keep my Twitter, leave it unverified, and that way all of my fans would never really know if it was really me interacting with them or not, and I would just turn to Twitter to, like, really engage with the fans like I was one of them, and then they'd there would be this huge conspiracy of like, oh, was that Arian Wright? It was not. Like, I don't know. It wasn't blue verified. All of the rest of her accounts are. It was way condensed into a Twitter post, but that was the idea of it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was fucking genius. So I snapped a picture of that and posted it to my Instagram with the <coughs> with the caption that I felt like at Doja, at Nikki, and at Dochi would really have a lot of fun with that concept. Posted it, whatever. The very next day, like within eight hours, Dochi posted on her Instagram a carousel, which is, if you don't know, when somebody posts like several pictures to, to one post uh, where it's got slides in it. And so the caption just said, girl, fuck that, with a PH, and the first picture was of her, the second picture was of her deleted Twitter account, and I lost my shit, I was like, no way did I just comment, like, tag her in my post saying that, like, she would have fun fucking with people, and then the very next day, she posts, girl, fuck that, and deletes her account, it felt like we were having a conversation, it was crazy I lost my shit and so I realized you know Dochi's not on Twitter anymore and it wasn't any kind of big like 
oh, I'm not on Twitter because of racism or colorism or any kind of grand moral reasoning. She didn't say, she just deleted her account, which I thought was really, really cool. And so I, I posted on Instagram, you know, like, if Nikki leaves, because that's really the reason why I was still on Twitter, if Nikki left and if Bihati Life left, then I was gone. There wouldn't be any reason for me to get on Twitter anymore. And so that was probably, like, a week or two ago. It was so funny how things, like, happen so fast. And over Thanksgiving... <clears throat> Every morning I have this ritual where I quote-unquote check my stats. So I open every social media platform that I'm on, check for comments, messages, and what I call stats as far as like people who've liked or reshared, whatever. If I go about my routine of quote-unquote checking my stats, I tend not to zombie scroll. <coughs> and it's been really helpful as far as, you know staying disciplined because I do technically need to check into these things as a creator with an empire that I'm building because that's the way the world works right now but I don't need to get sucked into the rabbit hole of zombie scrolling and so I checked my stats and I opened up Twitter and it was the same, like, I didn't have any new notifications, and sometimes you could be active on Twitter and never have new notifications, and sometimes you could be completely inactive on Twitter, and people are interacting with shit that you posted, like, a while ago, so there were no new notifications after, like, a week or something like that, and I just, I looked at it, and I had this innate feeling of, like, do I need to be here? And the universe answered back, no. And so I did text my mom because my mom is my consultant um, as far as, you know, the moves that I make in business. And I know that it was a, it was a huge decision for me and for the Arian Wright studio to get off of Twitter. But I just asked her, you know, like, can you think of a reason why I shouldn't do this? And she said, if your intuition says you should, that's totally fine. Just make sure you're, you know, putting that energy into your other platforms so that you still have a presence, which is perfect advice. And so I did that. And ironically, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that I deleted my Twitter account, but ironically, I deleted my Twitter account, which was a huge drain on my energy personally as far as, you know, finding the things to say, interacting with people. Twitter was the biggest place where I got into arguments over ethnicity and those kinds of things. Um, and it's been kind of a gross place for me for a while. So, I don't know what I was about to say. Oh, yeah. This is the problem with not writing things down. So ironically, after I deleted my Twitter account, I got more views on my YouTube channel. I'm starting to see book sales again. And I think that it really speaks to how we spend our energy. Because if you're spending your energy in one place, it cannot be in another place. And so if you're constantly spending your energy worrying about Twitter, Twitter posts, Twitter, 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 who's liking my posts, who's retweeting, who's, who's commenting. You're not actually focused on anything tangible or real or 
purposeful. And so when I deleted my Twitter account, I freed up energy within my, my space so that I could give back to other parts of my craft and my business that were already contributing to me. So like the Instagram posts, the YouTube videos, the podcast episodes, you know, those kinds of things. And I really realized in this past year while I've been working on Pink Candy Project Book One Breakout that social media can be a really great excuse to not get shit done and is actually a really huge proponent in us procrastinating all the time because what I've found is now that I don't have Twitter, now that I don't like to zombie scroll Instagram, I open my phone and I'm like, why am I even here? I just got a computer, so I need to retrain my brain to start working on books and things on the computer again, instead of opening apps on my phone. Um, but it, it really made me take a step back and look at where I was focusing my energy, and also was a lesson in following my intuition. So, since I mentioned zombie scrolling, I kind of feel like this whole thing did have to do with my 14 days of magic experience because one of the things that Magic Mind talks about specifically is how Bacopa helps with your impulse centers so that you don't feel like zombie scrolling anymore. And I was really pleased to find out that Jill and Kayla had similar experiences. Um, so without further ado, I'm just going to cut here and play their 14 day review even though we're a little late um, because I think what they have to say about their experience with Magic Mind is also super powerful. Hi! Shout out to my girl Arian Wrights for hooking me up with the Magic Mind shots. Um... I did the two weeks last month in October, and it was amazing. Um, I did reach one of my goals, and that was working out two to three times a week, and I got down two. That's pretty awesome. But um, towards the end of my challenge, my younger brother got hurt in a serious fall, and I had to rush three hours away to the hospital and I wasn't able to bring my um, magic mind with me at that time, but it did keep me focused and um, clear and able to um, be calm in a very scary situation. And I love it so much, I ordered um, the monthly subscription so I'll be getting those pretty soon and um, starting over again. I just love the product. It is tasty. Um, I never made a mixed drink with it, but I do love it as a just a shot in the morning. So thank you. My name is Kayla, and I just got done with the 14 Days of Magic Challenge. So my three goals for this challenge were to finish a painting, be productive with homework, and go to the gym at least three days a week. So I actually was able to finish a painting, and then um, 
I was able to go to the gym three times a week after work. I didn't feel sluggish. I wasn't exhausted. I actually had a lot of energy and I felt very productive. And on top of that, I was actually able to get caught up on my schoolwork, which was super nice. So they, they worked really well and I would definitely get them again. So the 14 days of magic challenge was a challenge to take magic mind shots for 14 days consecutively and also post about our progress on social media with the hashtag 14 days of magic to help raise money for the rainforest. It was a really cool thing. I'm really glad that I got to be a part of it. And through my side of things alone, I didn't take an actual count, but I know that we raised anywhere between $100 and $200 for reforestation of the rainforest simply through people watching my content on Instagram and YouTube. It was a really cool experience. But the lasting effects have stayed with me. I quit coffee. I did a no, no coffee November, and I really don't even miss it. Um, recently, I've been staying up a little too late, and so I'm starting to kind of think about coffee again. But I know that it's not healthy for me. I know it doesn't make me feel good. Um... I love the way that matcha makes me feel, and I love the way the the Magic Mind shot is balanced and blended, because when you do matcha by itself, it's not the same thing. The magic of Magic Mind is the accumulation of the ingredients, so all the nootropics and the matcha together with the honey come combine and come together to make this beautiful little shot that tastes like a green smoothie and there's not a whole lot of ways to replicate it unless you have each individual ingredient mentioned on the magic mind list and at that point if you're going to go out and get the ingredients why not just spend the money on magic mind because i know there's no way that you could get all of those nootropics and still stay under the price point for a 14 pack it's also helped me stop procrastinating and it has obviously helped me take a step back and look at the things that i do in my day-to-day -day life as far as being an effective and efficient human being with a business versus just being somebody who passes the time by zombie scrolling and there's nothing wrong with like passing the time i almost did this episode about rest versus active times because right now i'm going through a rest period i was really hard on myself for it because this whole year kicked ass but when you take a step back this whole year kicked ass and i'm allowed to have some downtime it doesn't mean that i'm lazy it doesn't even mean that i'm depressed which i do struggle not struggle but every once in a while i'm faced with a challenge with my depression i can't get anything done and it's really frustrating but that's not what i'm going through right now right now it's just like time to relax and rest and focus on my house and my dogs and my pumpkin and really just celebrating the fact that this year i did a talk at the library i made six music videos i published an album <clears throat> my book just came out on december 3rd and I had to write that bitch, edit it, proofread it, the whole nine. It's been a really crazy year. And my intuition has told me to just hang out and rest. And I feel like I am obligated to be 
making YouTube videos or writing the next book and the universe keeps telling me like, yeah, no, like calm down. You need to replenish your well before you can get back to filling your buckets. So what I want to end this episode with is just listen to your intuition. If you have a good relationship with your body, your mind, your spirit, if you have a good practice with meditation, if you have a good relationship with spirit where you're praying or singing or talking or just quietly observing nature for a little bit every week, if you are grounded in your practice, you will be able to follow your intuition. It took me a really long time to reconnect with my intuition and be able to listen to my intuition and follow it and trust it because there's, you know, you start having your intuitive thoughts and then it's really easy to second guess it and, you know, say, oh no, blah, blah. A really good example I have was one of my jobs out of high school. There was this guy that I worked with who was kind of weird and I thought to myself, Arian, why, why do you think he's weird? That's not fair to people to just automatically judge them because they're a little socially awkward. Like, no. And then one day we were working. It was a really slow day. And for some reason, I was near his department. And we just started talking. Because that's who I am. I just talk to people, in case you haven't noticed. And I was like, oh, okay, he's not that bad. He's just a little socially awkward, it's fine. Like, obviously, you don't have to be friends with everybody, but don't judge people off the bat. Not even a week later, I found out this man had been arrested for breaking his probationary period. Uh, his, his probation, not his probationary period. It wasn't at work. He was, he was on probation. And I found out he got arrested and no longer worked with us anymore because he had broken his probation and his probation officer had found child pornography on his tablet. Yeah. That's when I started to realize that I should listen to my gut instinct about those things. And I don't like the fact that the universe has told us not to judge a book by its cover because um, that is how you judge books. That is why as an author I have to put in a lot of time and effort into my book covers so that people pick up my books because that is how we judge books and also the human beings around us. But it is it is perfectly okay to see somebody walking down the road and want to cross the street do it. Listen to your intuition. It is perfectly okay to be driving to the grocery store and want to take a different route for some reason. Do it. Listen to your intuition. It is perfectly okay not to trust people who want you to trust them if you feel in your heart that something is wrong. It is perfectly okay. And it was so funny because I looked at, at Twitter. I said to myself, do I have a reason for being here? thought, no, absolutely not, deleted my account, and then a couple of days later, it surfaced on the internet that um, this past year, in 2022, I believe is what the article said, there was a massive security breach on Twitter where a lot of people's information, like millions of people's information got uh, leaked, 
obviously if it happened in July of 2022 and I deleted my account in November of 2022, well, there may or may not be some risk there for myself, but it really, I would have freaked out. I would have freaked out if I still had my Twitter account when I saw that article. And ironically, it was my friend who deleted her account who had reposted it on her Instagram, just as like a PSA. And I've been thinking that about Twitter for a while because most of the interaction that I was getting was from robots, for lack of a better term, because, I mean, yeah, sure, there might be a lot of Sarahs on this planet, and maybe, maybe there's somebody out there who's really willing to go by Sarah M3029617 or whatever, but my gut instinct is that those probably aren't even really people, because if you're Sarah and you really want Sarah, you could have, like, silly Sarah Leprechaun or something. Like, you don't need all those numbers behind your name. And maybe I'm just giving the robots a way to improve their game, but hopefully not. Because I got onto social networking platforms to meet people, not to be tricked by robots. And so I thought it was really interesting that there was this big security breach on on Twitter because I've been noticing, like, I don't even know if Twitter is really full of real people anymore. And I think that going forward into 2023, we're about to see this new way of living. I have no idea what it's going to be like, but I know that people are deleting their apps and they're looking for different ways or decentralized ways of connecting with people, meeting new people, building communities, and also, you know, figuring out how to connect in the real physical 3D space. So, if you've learned anything today, Sugar Plum, I don't care if you delete your Twitter or not, that's not what this episode was about. I want you to listen to your intuition. If you have a gut instinct. It is probably right. Don't trick yourself into befriending sexual predators just because you feel bad that you judged somebody based on their vibe. No, that is exactly what your judgment is for. That is exactly why people put out vibes and that is exactly why you need to listen to it. I can never remember who does the stand-up bit but there's one really funny woman comedian who has a bit about how dumb you are in your 20s and it's because you don't have a gut to listen to like yeah you're all skinny and pretty but you don't have a gut to listen to so you keep making bad decisions and here you are with that bad boy biker with all those tattoos again and it's true it's so true so listen to your intuition and learn and grow don't be hard on yourself everybody makes mistakes i mean i had to have several experiences of like oh no give them a chance people you know don't judge a book by its cover before i really had it in my head of like no just listen to your intuition just listen to your intuition because that is there for a reason the universe gave it to you for a reason so whether it's deleting your apps or starting a business or not being friends with somebody anymore Listen to that, because the only person who you leave this planet with is you, and that is the only person who you need to have a solid relationship with at the end of the day is yourself. You're the only one who matters. 
in like a non-egotistical way for your highest and greatest good and harming none, of course. It's your thoughts, your opinions, what you want to do that matters in your life. It's not the other people around you. It's not what people think you should be doing. It's what you want to be doing. And it's hard to embody that and remember that and accept that. But at the end of the day, when we have to face the maker, it's just you and God. And if you're not right with God before the end of your life, it's not, well, I don't know what what that means, but that's not something that I would ever want to go into, and that's not something that I would want you to go into. And the other thing is, like, we never know when that will come, so why put it off until the very, very end? Like, you could just be listening to your intuition, meditating, praying, connecting with the divine, sitting in nature, grounding yourself right now to make sure that you have the best life that you possibly can because you listen to your intuition. You don't get into bad situations because you listen to your intuition. And the thing that really comes to mind beyond, you know, me deleting my Twitter account is Bihati Life. The astrologer and intuitive reader that I watch on YouTube, follow on Instagram, um, and really respect and care about in a deep way, even though I've never met this woman. She's like one of my best friends. <laughs> I've never met, you know how the internet goes. And she's had several discussions in several of her videos where like her gut instinct is to leave a party and then something crazy happens even if the people that she was with thought that the crazy thing was awesome she wouldn't have or if she was walking down the street with her friends and all of a sudden got a gut instinct to go a completely different direction possibly a longer route whatever but get off of these side streets then the next day you find out that there was some kind of gang violence in that shadowy alleyway that normally is safe so always listen to your intuition and just know that if you take the time to balance your energy and focus on living life for your highest and greatest good and harming on and staying in that vibration of love and light you even if you do go wrong it, it it's easy enough to course correct I love you so much, Sugar Plum. Thank you so much for being with me. Do not try to find me on Twitter. I'm not there anymore. Please subscribe to this podcast. Please pick up a copy of Pink Handy Project Breakout, which is book one of the series. Um, you can also check out the Fairy Lit series. You can also check out the first book in the Finding New Haven series. You can also check out the first book in the Keone Magnolia series, which is hashtag Selfish Sunday. If you're not looking for new fiction, you could go pick up a copy of Note to Self, which is a great gift for yourself or somebody you love this holiday season. Note to Self is a book of affirmations written for goddesses by goddesses to help you remember how badass and awesome you are with lots of journaling prompts and it would definitely this book would definitely help you connect with your intuition if that's something you're struggling with just because affirmations and meditation is something that really helps you connect with your intuition until next time sugar club stay positive stay high vibe and may peace love light and happiness always be with you i love you so much I'm not sure if I'm going to do another episode before the end of the year, but if not, I hope you have a great holiday season. I hope you had a great 2022, and I will see you 
in the stars. Hey goddess, thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Ariane Writes and the Goddess Experience. I just wanted to take the moment to show my appreciation by inviting you to go to the first link in the description box of this podcast and join the forum where you can join in discussion about this episode and all the other episodes previous and to come with the other goddesses who listen to this podcast with you. Thank you again so much for being here. I cannot wait to see you in the forum.